Hey, Fowie Chapel, how are you? Just turn to your neighbour and say, G'day, mate. G'day, mate. <laughs> now that sounds, that sounds great. I feel at home. It's so good to be with you. Really love your pastors, Pastor Jim and Kelly. They're amazing, hey? They are amazing. It's really good. You know, let me tell you something. I don't say this always, but if I was in Syracuse, I would come here. Let me tell you, I know you're from somewhere else. I feel sorry for you. <laughs> and now you're in a real uh, quandary as to where to go to church now. But anyway, I'm just saying. I would go here in Jesus' name. Are, are you ready for something? I, I'm excited for you this morning. It's, in, in my world, uh, I always sort of get to know a little bit ahead of time what's going to happen. That's the advantage of the prophetic ministry, I suppose, in some places. Uh, but what I'm going to release, this is not, not, I'm not going to preach this to you. I'm not going to teach this to you. I'm going to impart this to you. And uh, it's not going to be, it's going to matter, not going to really matter if you understand this. It's just that if you get this. And that's going to be the amazing part about it. You, you must understand that, see, when, when you were born, you couldn't understand a thing. Mothers, hey, is that true? For all you mothers, you got this thing that didn't, it was just a noise at one end and a stink at the other. That's how we all started. That's how we all started off. You couldn't, you couldn't, you couldn't ask for anything. You couldn't tell anything. All you could, you know, all you could do is squeal. All you could do is get upset. That was the first thing you learned. Was, isn't that interesting? One of the first things we learn is in this broken world is sadness. Mm. But what's what amazing is that is that all you mothers out there, moms, you say, you're supposed to say it mum. Mum. <laughs> anyway. is <laughs> All you mums know that when you hold your baby and you're feeding it, that there's eye contact. True? Never experienced it. Oh, I've been the recipient, but I haven't been. Anyway. Is that true? There's eye contact. And even though you cannot speak, do you know what I mean? But you can discern. You can discern. A baby can discern within minutes, moments of being born, whether you belong or not. Whether you're loved or not. Whether mum is stressed about having you or not. Whether mum is depressed about having you or not. Whether mum is overwhelmed about having you or not. Or whether mum is excited about having you about dreaming about you, loving you, ex- expecting about you. You know, we pick that up even though we don't know a thing. We do know that. And that's the level I'm going at today. Because it's Mother's Day. Mm. So you're a whole lot more discerning. You've been discerning all your life. You've been... You've been, if you like, you read things and you learn things at, at a heart level, at an emotional level, far faster and far greater and far greater than here. In fact, I can tell you this, here is 16,000 times faster than here. I 
That's why a person with experience is always, always subject to a person with just knowledge. <laughs> See, you can, you can read all about Australia. You can study the outback. But I've been there. I was born there. I got rest, red dust in my veins. See, that's different, hey? And that's what I want to impart to you. <laughs> See, you're all going to have an upgrade. doesn't matter who you are or how, what condition you've come in. I know this. You're going to get an upgrade, whether you like it or not. <laughs> so let me read this to you. Uh, it's from John chapter 15, verses 9 to 13. So if you want to turn on your Bible... got the sky bible up there let me say this to you it says as the father this is jesus speaking and he says as the father has loved me so i have loved you that's a whole if you want to preach there's a good one to preach on now remain in my love if you keep my commands you will remain in my love just as the i have kept my father's love and remain in his love verse 11 is what we're really going to delve into i have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. Amplifies this, complete, overflowing. <laughs> like you can't, so joyful you can't contain it. Ever been tickled so much that you're just going to burst? <laughs> that you kind of can't contain it? Have you ever been with someone so funny that you just kind of beg them to just shut up because you're just going <laughs> to, if you keep going, I'm going to need an ambulance. <laughs> That's what we're going for. See, you've got to understand this. See, belonging, being loved, is the big thing. Belonging. But the manifestation of belonging is joy. No belonging, no joy. No love, no belonging. It's the big key thing. Do you want to know why you're anxious? Do you want to know why you, you, you get, uh, why people burn out, why people get addicted, why people uh, worry, why people get envious, why people get jealous, why people get angry? You know why they do that? You, you don't care. <laughs> why we do all the crazy things we do as believers? Do you know that there's as much problems in the church as there is out of it? Come on. It's not supposed to be that way. It's in, and it's not that way, and, it, and I'm about to release that over you. See, in Australia, I'm known as the pastor whisperer. So if your pastor goes crazy, they send him to me, or I get sent to them. I'm kind of like, a, like a, an asset. I get given a photo and a plane ticket. Go fix that. <laughs> so I'm here. <laughs> you see... The reason why all that happens to us, the reason why that is, is simply this, simply this. You just don't know how much Jesus loves you. Francis Frangipani says this, his mother must not have liked him. He could not live in Australia with a name like Francis Frangipani. <laughs> he says this, and you probably quoted it here, I imagine, that any area 
of our life that does not glisten, that's a great word, glisten with hope is under the control of a lie. Hopelessness is not Christianity. See, what I want to do is not give you joy. I actually want to release it, what you already have. And that's the big thing. That's the big lie that is probably in the church right now, is that we've somehow still got to work towards something. Believe me, the rest of, once you become born again, the rest of your life is there for you to experience now that you, what you have. <laughs> okay. We definitely need this message. See, joy is a superpower. Joy is a superpower. And if you can learn to understand your joy, if you can learn to operate in it, if you can learn to have it as an environment around about you, as an influence within your life and around about you, you're going to operate at a level that you, it's going to be hard to even understand. The only thing that will understand that is your heart, not your head. Because you've got to understand, we deal with a God that is unreasonable. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. His ways are beyond our ways. That's why he asks us to do things that are impossible without him. Because he's absolutely unreasonable. His level of thinking is not like ours. Do you understand, you have a God that does not have problems, does not have anxiety. Do you think Jesus is up there being medicated about your issue and your problem? <laughs> Do you think Jesus is like needing to go to a dealer, get some pot so he can like, man, I'm stressing. <laughs> Do you honestly think he's like that? He's not like that. In fact, what the crazy thing about it all is, and, and I think some of this message is, is to sort of give the church, not being, I sort of, as much as I can, wherever I go, I try to, Release this message. In fact, I got charged by it by one of the big prophets in our nation to actually start to bring joy back to the church. Isn't that funny? When a couple of years ago we had the Toronto bus and everybody was like laughing, but I wonder how much joy was really there as a spiritual power, as a manifestation, as a personality of Jesus revealed in all of us now i'm not talking about a if you like a type of personality like that sanguine that you know kind of oh that's easy for pastor kelly because she seems to just be that way but the funny thing is this the funny thing about this is is that okay you didn't get that anyone oh yeah it's all right is 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 that all of you can be joyful and you can be joyful in any circumstance even if it's not funny, you can still be joyful. Is that true? And that's what I'm going to bring to you today. That's what Jesus is going to release. What's already in you. See, when the, when the big transformation, when God dealt with the earth in Noah's time, it says that there was water that got released from heaven, but then there was a water and a gushing from the foundations. So yeah, there's going to be anointing released from heaven, but there's going to be a gushing up from the foundations of the deep that are already in you. <laughs> See, this is the thing. Let me, let me, this, will, this will encourage you. See, the, all the world has, all the world has is happiness. 
That's as high as the world can get, happiness, which is, all depends on happenings. As long as this happens and this goes well and I obtain that or I get that, it's completely and absolutely all circumstantial. You have to, you have to buy things to get it. You have to get things. Like my son and daughter-in-law uh, paid, listen, listen to this, $120. Dollars. <laughs> I can do it. But it sounds weird. To sit in an auditorium with 2,000 people and listen to a comedian for an hour and a half. 2,000 people. Do the maths. Imagine if everybody here showed up with 120 bucks each. Jim would be laughing. <laughs> and he's been, he, did, he did it in Sydney for 10, for 10 days and then go somewhere else. 10 days and go somewhere else. 10 days. And all he can give them is happiness. But you see, as a believer, that's the lowest. That's our kind of starting point. From then on, we're joy. From then on, we have joy. From then on, you have joy. And you have a joy that is so full and so overflowing, it's impossible to keep down. You, 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 are you hearing me? So that's why it doesn't really matter what happens to us. That's why joy doesn't operate in circumstances. It actually has an effect on circumstances. It has, it's, it's, it's a realm, if you like, spiritually. It's an anointing that you carry. It's an influence that you can bring into a place. Let, let me explain this. Okay, some of you are not getting these. Some of you don't believe me. Let me, let, let me show you this. I'll prove something to you, okay? <laughs> when was the last time you got tempted? The devil came to you with some juicy piece of something to tempt you with. Or something, or someone, who knows. But you were joyful. When was the last time you sinned when you were joyful? Can I have a show of hands, please? There you go. You become actually hell-proof when you're joyful. Come on. But let me tell you something. I'll tell you how you're going to about to be ambushed. I can guarantee this without any word of a lie. There's this unholy trinity or quadrity, I don't know. See, if you're, if you're sad, tired, lonely, I don't mean alone, I mean lonely. You can be in this crowd and be lonely. You can be in a family and be lonely. You can be married and be lonely. Is that true? Come on. Oh, finally, we got you. And hungry? You're going to sin. <laughs> oh, you don't sit there. I won't have a show of hands like that. But who knows? That's when you are your more, most vulnerable. You be sad and you're going to be in trouble. You collapse into that. And you, that's, I tell you, every time, that's when the enemy's going to come at you. Every time, that's when he's going to ha- come at you. When did the enemy come at Jesus? Looking for an opportune time where, where he is tired, hungry, alone, but sad? I don't know. But it didn't work. See, so he had all those other elements, but the one thing that I truly believe that Jesus is, 
not as the personality. See, joyful is who he is. It's not an emotion. I'm trying to explain to you, this is not an emotion. It will affect your emotions. It will manifest in them. The same as, you know what, the gauge on your car. When you've got a full tank, that's what it says. Full. But did you have a car that has a light go on when it's empty? That's when you're in trouble. But you don't go take your dashboard apart in order to take, unscrew the light. <laughs> our emotions just indicate, our emotions don't, our emotions always, they, emotions reveal, but they don't lead. And they're, anyway, that's a whole other discipleship thing. But see, I want you to get hold of how joyful you actually are and to see that. Can you see it's a superpower? You say that when you you can understand if you can just decide and it's a choice, it's a choice. Let's just we we can go to Galatians chapter five for all the religious people who need more Bible. <laughs> but you, you, you uh, was it Galatians five, Galatians five and verses twenty two to twenty three. But the fruits of the spirit are love, joy, peace, long suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self control. And there's no laws against these. It's in another realm. It operates at another level. There's no laws. If you like, it's like a place where gravity don't work. It's in another realm. It's from another place. And guess what? All you know, in all, who knows who's been married a little while? Who found out that romance is great? Some of you are not sure. There's less hands up. <laughs> but who's discovered that love is a choice? Hands, more hands. Love is a choice. Guess what? Joy is a choice. Joy is something. All the gifts, like we activate people in the prophetic, and most of the time it's just like the Nike saying, just do it. You want to prophesy over someone? Just do it. Do you want to forgive someone? Just do it. The same as self-control. Oh, I don't have any. Oh, really? I tell you what, if I stood, I followed you around, I can't help myself, I can't help myself. Really? If I followed you around with a cattle prod, <laughs> you have those here in America? And every time you did whatever it is we're trying to break it, and I gave you a good old 2,000 volts worth of afro, uh, You'd soon find self-control. <laughs> See, all of this stuff is simply the greatest gift that God has given us is choice. You choose. You choose your joy level. You choose your anointing. You choose how powerful you're going to be. You choose joy and you choose how joyful you're going to be. Because joy is not an emotion. Joy is an anointing. Joy is a representation of the personality of Jesus inside of you. Let's just have a little practice. Let's have a warm-up. You ready? Take a big breath and smile at the person beside you. It might be the first time they've seen that today. <laughs> oh, something took off then. Well, who, who found that hard? 
Just have another go, turn the other way and try it on the person that way. See if you can do it, see if you can do it left-handed and right-handed. See if you see if you're ambidextrous. Smiler. See, smiling is a superpower. A lot of the time I have to confront leaders, I have to confront uh, people on all sorts of levels. Confront pastors, senior pastors, leaders of um, movements and stuff. I have to confront them. <laughs> that's the that's the sexy side of being a prophet, I tell you. <laughs> and is this? You know what I can say? At, you know, what'd you do that for, you idiot? Doesn't that make all the difference? See, it's a, the Bible says in Psalms that when God looks at you, he smiles. It says in Psalm 16 that in his presence is fullness of joy. And he smiles. He's smiling at you right now. He's not angry. He's smiling. He's excited. He's joyful. In fact, every time you get a problem, he's funny. He, he thinks it's really hilarious. We go into anxiety. See, we think because guess what? We just don't know how much he loves us. If you understood that, isn't it interesting in James it says, count it all joy. Yippee! When we encounter various trials and tribulations. Count it all joy. Because you're about to see what God can do. And not only that, the circumstances might not change. But you will. See, that's the thing. See, we want to opt out of pain. We want to opt out of challenge. We want to opt out of battling. We want to opt out of difficulty. We want to opt out of opposition. We want to opt out of persecution. <laughs> persecution, far out. Persecution in the Western, in the, in, in the first world is ridiculous. The worst it gets is that someone will um, delete you as a friend on social media. <laughs> someone might send you a nasty email. Ooh. Count it all joy. Count it all joy. See, joy is the superpower. See, you can have the worst job, the most menial job, have terrible people to work with, but you know, if you're joyful, you'll make it awesome. In fact, I found this. If you're the joyful person at work, you can be hopeless at your job and they'll keep you. Is that true? You can be the clown and they'll just keep you. It's true. You can be good at your job and a grumpy old lemon juice thing. Man, any excuse to get rid of you. Isn't that interesting? Because let me say this. The person with the most joy, the most joy, not happiness, joy, has the most influence. Let me, let me in on a secret. I haven't told this to too many people, so you're not allowed to tell anyone, Okay. This is my secret. This is how I operate. Because what you think, it's my personality. See, it's not my personality. I would, man, if I didn't know anxiety, I'd have hair. <laughs> 35 years in the ministry, and this is what it will do to you. <laughs> but I had to learn this. I had to learn this with this joy thing. That See, what you're seeing is not a personality. You're seeing freedom. That's my testimony. See, I went on a journey many years ago of eradicating fear. So don't fear. 
think fear is funny. And I've had to do all sorts of things with all sorts of fearful people. Like I get to go parachute jumping, motorcycle riding, all sorts of crazy stuff, adventure stuff, all sorts of things, because the partner of that person will pay me to participate with this person because they're too frightened to go with them, but they know Muzz isn't. So I get a free ride and all sorts of stuff. But let me tell you something. This is my secret. Are you ready for the secret? See, I've learned this. I've learned this. I enjoy you even if you don't enjoy me. You can scowl, spit, do all sorts of stuff, ignore me. I don't care. I'm just going to enjoy you anyway. And as soon as, you can understand that. When you, when you operate like that, you come into my realm and under my control. And if you get angry at me, judge me, do everything, you're just going to stew in your own juice. Yeah, yeah see, right now I'm doing it. See, 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 Joy is something that we need to learn to operate in. See, because, uh, uh, let me say this, the anger of man, James says, the anger of man never brings about the righteousness of God. And anger does not work. Our anger. I think the only person, you know, there's there's a righteous anger and all that. Yeah, 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 I know that. We're not talking about that. See, anger happens in a couple of ways. Okay, anyway, you need to hear this. All you angry Syracurians or whatever you're called. (laughs) I'd be angry too if I was nine months in the snow. (laughs) Anger, number one. Anger, it comes from deep emotional pain. Deep emotional pain. So you need Jesus to come and invade that. It's an error in your life. You've got triggers. You've got people, just people say things and do things to you. And all of a sudden you get angry. You've got pain that you need Jesus to deal with. You shouldn't have that. Your, our reaction needs is someone pushes on you, they should get joy. Someone's rude to you, they should get joy. Someone betrays you, you should be joyful. Oh, okay, you haven't learned that yet? <laughs> See, he makes... Even you, see, he makes even for the blessed, for the blessed, he makes even your enemies to work for you. Who is the most significant disciple? Trick question. Judas. Not Peter, not John, not James, the inner circle, not Judas. Because Judas, we need Judas. Judas pulls the trigger on the most significant thing to ever happen on the planet. Is that true? Judas sets Jesus up to fulfill his purpose. See, that's why uh, in Ephesians it says, Jesus, facing the cross, what? Counted it all. You're starting to get a revelation. He counted all joy. So you understand pain and all the things that we have to go through through this life. We can do that. Let me tell you something. If you're joyful, you can endure all sorts of stuff. You can endure, you can endure a bad marriage, crazy kids, a terrible job, a bad church. Not that this is one, but you know what I mean. Those other churches. Is that true? You can endure people failing you and your own failure. 
If you're joyful, you just laugh at yourself. Man, I spend a lot of time laughing at me. Come on. If you, if you're, if you, if you, let me, let me give you Australians. <laughs> um, we actually held the record of all the stupid things that we hold a record for. <laughs> like what? In prison or war camps, our our ability to to survive under those sort of conditions, three times more than any other nation. Three times. Our soldiers survive three times longer than everyone else. And you know what they put it down to? Our sense of humour. If you sang around us, our our sense of humour is all about pain. It's all about things going wrong. It's kind of like a Jewish humour. See, if you can learn to, is that, come on, you listen to me, listen to me. Maybe the, what, what needs to happen in your very circumstances for you to just release joy. See, joy is a way of seeing. It's a perspective. It's a filter that you need to run your life through. Like again, see, it says that God sits in the heavens and he laughs at the plans of his enemies. Every time the enemy comes up with something to booby trap you, God thinks that's funny. Uh Do you honestly, because do you think God gets depressed about your problems? You've got to get this. Jesus gets excited. You understand? You understand? Who's who's ever uh, Christopher Robin? Who knows that? Winnie the Pooh. You all know Winnie the Pooh? Eeyore needs to get saved. Oh, me. <laughs> Poor Eeyore, hey. But Tigger is Jesus. <laughs> Bounce around, wreck stuff, has no idea what's going on, just enthusiastically comes onto the scene and even got a speaking tournament. He don't care. He just bounces around. Super enthusiastic. And have you noticed that everything works out for Tigger? Tigger is the the born-again, spirit-filled, tongue-speaking Christian in the thing. Because he doesn't go on his emotions. It's just his default. And I feel like what's happening in the church, what I want to prophesy over you, is if just say the full gamut of emotions, is say if deep, I've got to look at it, Deep despair is on this end. Deep despair is on this end. And total ecstasy on that end. You'd think that in the middle is neutral. That to, if you like, to to be at peace or to have nothing swinging you either way, it's neutral. I want to shift it so that this is your normal. Kind of expectant, kind of like, oh, what's going to happen? <laughs> See, if you're joyful and you get a flat tire on the way home from today, it's kind of fun. 
I wonder why this happened. This is interesting. Never done this before. Where is the spare tire? Tire. But if, if, you're, if you're sad, oh man, everybody else is going to have to run for it around you because you'll probably kick the car, tear the steering wheel out, swear, curse, all sanctification will come out, you'll blame your wife, your kids, who didn't? Is that true? You're at your most power. I tell you what, the most spiritual person, the person that's most annoyed in this room is the most joyful person. But, but see, religion teaches us that you've got to be serious and righteous. Get it all right. Let me tell you something. When you focus on trying to get it right, you'll sin more than you ever will. But if you take it to another realm and you live in this other place of joy, another place where the laws don't operate, I don't know if you're getting that. Come on. All that stuff, guess what? You'll do righteously anyway. You'll bless anyway. You'll release God anyway. You'll move in the gifts anyway without even knowing it. You'll prophesy easier. You'll prophesy better. I'd rather have a, hot, a happy prophecy than a sad one. You bless people. You release God. In and around you when you decide to be joyful. <laughs> See, I can tell your level of abiding, John chapter 15, by, you know, I'm, Jesus says, I'm the vine, you're the branches. And if you abide in me, in other words, if my life becomes your life, because you must understand this, we're not trying to become Jesus. Jesus is becoming us. We're, we're not trying to change our life. Jesus didn't come to fix Murray. He came to take over Murray. He came to exchange Murray. So it's no longer my life that I live, old Murray. It's new Murray with Jesus. And as long as I abide, I'll produce fruit of love, joy, peace, long-suffering. I can put up with you as dumb as you are. <laughs> stupid, stupid. Why are you so stupid? Anyway, I just love you. <laughs> I was going to write a book. I'm writing a book right now. I think my next book will be called Just Love Them. But see, while ever I'll abide, in other words, I can tell how spiritual a person is, how much you abide by your joy level. Come on. By how joyful you are. I can tell how much spiritual muscle you have. I sound like a judge, eh? But what does it take to push, your, push you away from joy? How strong is your joy? See, what sort of bill, what sort of diagnosis, what sort of news, what sort of email, what sort of text, what sort of behavior of others does it take to push you out of joy? 
Well, you kind of bolted to that. See, imagine, see you understand it. See, how much do you actually think it takes to shift Jesus from joy? One of the frustrating things about the Bible, and I feel allowed to say that, is that they don't give the backstory into how, Jesus, how joyful Jesus is. Is that true? They kind of, this joy that I have, you're going to have. In fact, you're going to have it to overflowing. Jesus, full of joy, he said, oh, anyway, there's all those scriptures. Have a look through the Bible. Good thing to read. <laughs> but there's all these things. That, it's like the disciples kind of, sort of, and I know that they, when they wrote it, they were kind of just writing it for everybody that was around at the time, not realizing that it was going to keep going for another 2,000 years. Never kind of explained. They seemed to all understand that we knew how Jesus, how joyful Jesus is. Is that true? Jesus is cheeky. <laughs> Jesus is fun. Like, I think this is why this message needs to happen to some of you, because you're going to die of altitude sickness when you get to heaven. <laughs> the sound of joy and laughter, is, it, 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 it quakes with it. Who's been to a crazy party? Next level. <laughs> who's been to a large, who's been to a loud uh, praise service? Looks like a funeral. What heaven's going to be like. You're going to stand, you're going to go through those gates and the noise is going to be, out of Jesus is going to come flying out of those gates, bouncing on his tail like Tigger. So excited that you are here. So excited. Let's have a party, let's have a party, let's have a party, let's have a party. Do you think he's going to go, what? Is this right? You, you got in? I'm so depressed about that. It was good until you arrived. Is that, what, is that the Jesus that we wonder why? You can understand that, Jesus, that joy is the frequency of heaven. It's the, you want to tune in? You want to tune in? You want to hear God? Be joyful. Think of the happy thoughts. That's Jesus. May the God, oh, okay, I'll read you another script now. I've got heaps of them. I've got a book of them. Uh, what is it? Romans 14. We need to finish soon. Romans 15 verse 13. May the God of hope fill you with all joy, peace in believing, that you might abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. In other words, right believing, right believing makes you joyful. In other words, the right perspective, the right, and, and believing always creates behavior. <laughs> Who knows we should exercise? Who knows we should actually eat right? You Americans eat and drink from buckets. That's not good, eh? I grew up on a farm and we fed a certain type of animal with a bucket. Anyway. Okay, here we go. Who knows that? 
We've got to exercise. You want to live long, strong, and healthy? Fill the per- You've got to stay in shape. Is that true? Who he- oh, here we go. Who here owns a gym membership? Who actually goes? See, we know it, we don't believe it. Right believing, right believing gives you the default of joy. But if what you're believing or what you're thinking, or what you've got, you, you know what I mean? What your default, if it doesn't make you joyful, it's not God. I say these great things and you go straight away serious on me. <laughs> it's really good. What do you, he's really good. All right. Are you ready for an upgrade? I think we've I think we've said enough in order to sort of shift a few things anyway. Joyful. Imagine if you all I I, I want to prophesy this that that I, I I want the anointing like Samson to fight to tie foxes' tails together, set you on fire and send you into the harvest. You know how he did that? Set fields of Fields that were ready to harvest on fire. You'll evangelize heaps better. That's Australian. You'll, you'll evangelize really well when you're joyful. In fact, people will listen to you. Okay, you ready? It's not emotion. And it doesn't matter what happens, you're going to get it anyway. Yeah, I've learned that. Father, I just thank you right now for resetting their default in the name of Jesus. That negativity, unbelief would go right now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. I just want to bless a few people. I know we're just about out of time, but I just want to go through a few groups and release. The Lord really spoke to me. I've got all sorts of things that I could do, but He really spoke to me about releasing blessing. Who knows? Who knows if you're cursed, you can do it all right and it won't work out for you. Is that true? But if you're blessed, you can be an idiot. It'll work out for you. Because you're blessed. You can, you can have people try to set you up for failure. And it'll work out for you. Like, like You understand Joseph's brothers set him up for... Uh, you're starting to get the joy. You're gonna, see, the next time someone, next time you get fired, the next time someone demotes you, you need to start laughing. Because God's setting you up. I, I've learned. I get excited every time it gets tough. Because I'm thinking... Ah! All I have to do is be joyful, and this is going to all boomerang back on hell, in Jesus' name. You know what a boomerang is? Yeah, I think. Mm. Backfire. Only an Australian could invent a stick that you throw, and it comes back to you, so you don't have to. You should see how confused our dogs are. Who here drives a truck? You drive a man sort of vehicle. Standy feet. 
pickup. I think what's what you call them. Oh, the children's church pastor. She drives a truck. Come on, go to the mums who drives the truck. Both of you, include, even if your husband or your partner or your boyfriend drives the truck, stand up. Drive a truck, son? You look like you do. That thing prophesies over you that you can carry, that you're not here to muck around, that you're not, you know, of all the things, you're not for comfort, you're for power. And so, Father, I just pray that, Lord, that now, from now on, that their, their life and their pathway to be blessed in Jesus' name. Young man, your God is about to bless you. you you're meant to really serve God on fire. You know, I'm glad for Mother's Day because probably the only time you ever show up, hey? <laughs> Get on fire, son. It suit you. It would suit you. You're powerful. You're amazing. Enjoy suits you. Sin won't. It's not working anyway, is it? So. so, Father, I just release blessing. You know, you're going to be blessed, son, even no matter what you do. You're going to be blessed even right now. You're going to watch blessing flow towards you in your relationships, in your friends, in your work, in your education, everything. It's going to be blessed. It's going to be amazing. You're going to go next level. You're gonna, it's going to go beyond what you're capable of and what you're gifted in. You're blessed in Jesus' name. That great couple over there, you're going to be blessed. Gonna, you know, income, the bills are going to get paid. Do you own a home? You need to own another one in Jesus' name. In G- okay, who doesn't own a home? We'll just go for it. Who doesn't own? Sit down, you truck people, you're blessed in Jesus' name. Who doesn't own a home? Who doesn't own a home? Stand your feet, quick. Come on, we, I'm hungry. We need to get lunch. <laughs> James up the back in the flannelette shirt. Lift your hand, lumberjack James with the... Yeah, the gym, is it? Gym. You're going to get a house, son. You're going to get a house. Father, I just release. I'm good at this. You, see, you, you don't understand. See, I'm really good at this one. <laughs> Father, I just thank you that, Lord, even though it seems impossible, even though their age, their financial situation, what their family's done and haven't done to them, Father, I thank you for houses in Jesus' name, homes, favour with their landlords, favour with the local government. Father, I pray even right now, Father, for people to own, if, if it's a house or a unit or something, Father, that you'd shift them forward in that and I release it in the name of Jesus and bless them to go forward in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, amen. Quick, sit down. We've got to do this quick. Okay, if you're here, you're here. We're just going to go for it. We're probably not going to get asked back after what I've just done. And <laughs> So if you're here, and I don't want to embarrass anyone, you're here, but your partner, your husband, or your wife, they're not following God. I want you to stand your feet. Oh, this is the sanctified. Oh, no, this one. Come on, let's go to war for these people. Yeah. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Father, I pray their joy level, their joy level, their joy level, their joy level to preach. Father, I thank you that the unbelieving wife, because of their character, but because of their, their, their end husband, because of who they are and what they are and who they carry, is going to cause conviction of these people and the love of Jesus is going to invade that house. Father, I pray that their influence in that home be far greater than the unbelief and sin of this person. Father, I break their addiction. 
I break their hard heart in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you that you work all things together for good for those that are according to your purposes, to your purposes in Jesus' name. Father, I command by the end of this year that these people to be in church in Jesus' name. So for there to be a shift in the name of Jesus. For there to be a shift in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Okay, one more. Uh, we'll do over here. Something's wrong with your feet. You've got bad feet, sore feet, broken feet. You've got something wrong with feet. That's not good for a banter. I do, I do. <laughs> something wrong with feet. Where's that Texan girl? She's got something wrong with her foot. I just remember that. There she is. Miss Texas. You're all turn around. Who's that? There she is. The drummer's got bad feet. Oh. Father, I think you're going to fix the feet, but you're going to fix the walk. You're going to fix the feet and you're going to change the walk. I think you're going to fix the feet and you're going to start to bring purpose. Purpose about wherever you go. Blessed are the feet of those of the feet who bring good news, who bring glad tidings that their God reigns. <laughs> Wherever you're going to go, into your home, into your workplace, God's going to reign like he's never reigned before. You're going to have a new authority about your work, a new authority about your words, a new authority about your thinking, a new authority, drummer belly, a new authority in you, a new authority around about you in the name of Jesus. Amen? Amen. 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 One more bunch to, to hear. Who do you want to bless, Kelly? The young women. 25 and under, stand to your feet. Oh, Jim's grace, man. Okay, 30 and under. They say sociologists. 30 and under, you can stand to your feet. All right. What do you want them to have? Mates. I'd rather a husband than a mate. You're not mating anyone unless you marry them, I tell you. Father, I just thank you right now. Father, for them to be found in Jesus' name by awesomeness and by greatness, by a prince, in Jesus' name. Father, I pray that you make whatever has not been working, whatever has not gone forward, to go forward right now in the name of Jesus. That girl right at the back in the white way, that's it, you. It's you. There's a ministry for you, darling. You're called to the ministry. You're called to the ministry. You could even do what I'm doing. And they listen to you because you're pretty. Are you part of here? Oh, that's good. You need to go back to your home and that's the reason why you're here because God wants to reconfirm and you've had this word a couple of other times and you're kind of battling it, but you are called. Don't worry about your circumstances. Don't worry about that. God is dealing with you. God is equipping you. God is showing you things. God is lining you up because you're called to the ministry, darling. I mark you in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus to do that. All right, how about we all stand up? It's lunchtime. <laughs> I need to hand it back to Pastor. But I'm going to bless you unreasonably. 
Don't make sense. It's just going to be stupid. <laughs> See, I, I, I believe this auditorium needs to be, I get this, that it's going to be filled up four times a week. I don't know how that works, but I don't know. That's going to be your problem, Pastor Jim. <laughs> how you fill it up? Fill it up with youth, fill it up with men, fill it up with girls, fill it up with young adults, fill it up with university students, fill it up. I don't care. Go kidnap people. I don't... Anything's... If you were here last night, I made all of that legal. That's just... Is that true? Who knows someone that isn't here that should be here? Or at least we could double it. Hey. Who knows someone that isn't here that should be here? Come on. We all do. We all do. We all do. We all do. You know heaps more. (laughs) So, Father, we ask for them. We ask for them in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray... For four services a week in this place. Father, I pray for four more campuses in Jesus' name. I pray for four outreaches in Jesus' name. I pray for four countries to be uh, planted churches in Jesus' name. I pray for four initiatives into this city in Jesus' name. Father, I pray for four more staff in the name of Jesus. I pray for the youth that need four staff. I pray for the uh, four times more musicians than what's here. I pray for... Four times the team, I pray, Father, just unreasonably, whatever is four, God, four, whatever needs to go up to four, I thank you, even things that only have one person, I pray four. I pray for every person here that you'd represent here, that you'd times it by four in Jesus' name, that you give them four times more joy than what they have right now, that you give them four times more influence than what they have now in the name of Jesus, and bless them four times. In Jesus' name, amen. Bless you.